Warning, the views and opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of Clan Imperial Guard, Radio Link Net, or their sponsors. This show is intended for a mature audience only. Parental discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. You're listening to the Emperor of Clan Imperial Guard and the Emperor's Court, powered by the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. Yeah, baby, that's the way I like it. All this energy calling me, back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude, it's back where it belongs. coming live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight. Thanks for joining us on this July 4th weekend. Kind of a July 4th weekend if you think about it, because uh, July, actually July 4th is coming up on this Tuesday. So a lot of you are taking four-day weekends. You lucky bastards be glad that you do. Me? I cannot do it because my last six weeks of college semester begins tomorrow. So unfortunately, the grind continues for me unabated. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court, the online gaming internet radio gaming talk show. Uh... Maybe not necessarily in that order, but anyways, thanks for tuning in. If you want to get in on the conversation before we get the topics tonight, that's simple. You can join us in IRC at irc.solidirc.com and channel 1G, the number 1, the letter G. You can hit me up on instant, AOL's Instant Messenger at EMP, the number 1, the letter G, EMP1G. Or if you want to fire me off an email, you can do that too at emperor1g at cox, C-O-X, Dot net. Quick shout out to our uh, sponsors, theharborbluegroup.com, for paying all the bills and sponsoring the show. We appreciate everything they do for us, for sponsoring the Radio Link Net uh, network that's uh, progressing actually very well. So there you go. We pay the bills, got that all the way. Lots to talk about this evening, folks. A lot to get to. Um, I know that we this may be an odd day for a show with, uh, again, the July 4th, just two days away. I know a lot of places are shooting off fireworks. So if you are stateside, and you happen to be listening? Well, thanks for tuning in. Most of you will probably hear this uh, later on syndication slash downloading for obvious reasons. Most of the time, mainly because you're not going to be home. And to you Canadians, happy Canada Day on Saturday. And I know a lot of you aren't home either. You're out barbecuing and doing whatever the hell Canadians do. With that said, let's get started. Alright. Topics for this evening. I have several that I want to get to. One is the continuing Darkfall uh, drama that continues to unfold. Although it's pretty, it's toned down to a great degree. A great degree. Uh, my email has still consistently gotten between five and ten emails per day on the topic of the beta of Darkfall Online. For those of you listening who have not yet checked out this game's development, go to darkfallonline.com. 
All the information you need is right there to give you a basic rundown, uh, bringing up the speed for those of you who have not been following it, and I think pretty much everybody has. But uh, we've been getting in, uh, getting some plugs from a couple new sites, and so we have a lot of new listeners coming in. Darkfall Online is going to be a Ultima Online PvP fest, that type of game. It would take me forever to go into the details of what they have planned. All you need to do is check out the website at darfonline.com. Now, however, here is where this unfolding drama has occurred. Again, let's recap the last two weeks. The lead developer, uh, Tesos, of uh, the game of Darkfall, had recently gone out about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and made a public call to everybody on his in the community to go out there and start recruiting other players and your friends, bring them into the fold, get them interested in the game. Now, this caused a bit of an uproar among the forums because of the many, the many perceived delays of the beta and the fact that there are still rumors going around that the game is vaporware. Obviously, that doesn't put the rest by the fact that they continue to make updates, information updates. They've done several uh, question and answer sessions. I've talked to Tezos myself via email several times. So, uh, again... The reason why this has been a big deal as of late is because the game, the uh, gamers and players of the community of Darkfall have been demanding more and more, basically saying, we've waited long enough, you promised us beta a year ago, let's see it. Before we go out there and put our reputations, our credibility on the line and start beating the drum again and bringing more people into the forums, bring into the community, let's see some action. Give us a beta to actually play, you know, give us something to work with. That is where we are. All right. Last week we went over it on the brief, uh, the brief show I had. It was only a 30-minute quick download show. We had discussed that uh, again. Several of the topics, people that were. I'm sorry, the inbound is a little low. That's a little unusual. Hang on, folks. I'm being derailed in the middle of this because again we're having. All right. That should have taken care of that problem. All right. At any rate, a lot of people saying that they'd be. Uh, you know, willing to have to, to wait more to have a more patience in the game. You know, if they had, if the uh, information coming out was a little, you know, a little more detailed, a little clearer. There have been uh, several rumors of that the screenshots have been doctored. They had to release a video for that. It all boils down to how much or how long is too long for a gamer to wait. That's really what it comes down to. I think the the players of Darkfall really just want to know that their time is being validated, that the game that they're showing the interest in, you know, discussing the ideas, throwing out interests, uh, things that they'd like to see in the game. And that's another topic we'll get to tonight. Uh, I want to get to specifically what do we want to see in our future games. That's a question I want you to think about while I'm going through the opening monologue here. They just want that their interest has been validated, that, you know, what they're doing, what they're seeing, and how they're going about it is worth the time, worth the effort, that it's not going to turn into vaporware, that they don't have to wait another year for beta, etc. And that's what it comes down to. Tezos, the developer, has pretty much said it's going to come out when it's ready. We're not rushing this. We're not going to botch it like other games have botched within the last year. That kind of thing, that's what they're looking to do. All right. Now, apparently, the Combine recently had a Q&A session, or at least they've been sending in uh, a number of, of questions that they've been waiting for uh, to be answered by the development team for Darkfall. One of the questions was, inevitably, when is beta coming out? What they have said, and you don't have to read between the lines, they kind of gloss over it, but it's there, is that their target date to have the beta is this year. Now, that's going to disappoint quite a few people, myself included, considering the beta signups began August of last year. Was it August of last year? No, it was before that. I'm sorry. Uh, it's sometime early, it was actually late spring last year, so it's been about a year. 
I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing if you think about it. It's a good thing because, one, we know the beta's coming out. It's, you know, inevitable, and it's going to be this year. At least that's their target date. If they continue to push it back, even, you know, for the best of intentions, I think they're going to screw themselves into the ground, and I think they're going to piss off, you know, what little community they've got left. Now, where do I say that? Why do I say little community left? If you look at it, and this isn't a flame against them. I mean, this is just the nature of games like this when it, in this development process. When it takes this long, when people are expecting something, they don't get it. There's about 30,000 people registered in the Darkfall Online forums. Well, that's a pretty good size, right? At any one time, you could probably see about the same four or 500 people, which is actually very good for development of an independent game. When do you get right down to it? Posting on a regular basis. There's a lot of people that have fallen by the wayside, and I think a lot of this could be you know, taken care of, again, once the beta is released. But, again, the question goes back to how long is long enough? How long are you willing to wait for the beta to come out? And I think that's a valid question, and I understand, and I, and I said last week that you know, Tezos answers to me uh, in regards to the beta and what's being done is fine. It satisfies myself, me personally, for the time being, but I think it's a valid question. And let me ask you, the listener, how long is too long? Do you have a number? Is there a particular point where you reach the wall and say, screw it, it could be the best game in the world, it wouldn't make a difference, I'm not going to wait? Z-Money is saying that if you make a, ga- a good game, people will come. Well, yes and no. That isn't always the case. I mean, if you alienate enough people, I got, I'm got. i telling you, World of Warcraft, Blizzard is in for a bit of a shock when they're ready to release the Burning Crusade. I'm, I'm telling you that they're not going to sell even half the amount of Burning Crusades as they have sold uh, of the original game. Subscriptions. They've got, what, 6 million active? I'm guessing they're going to sell around 2, 2.5 million expansions, which is still a tremendous success for pretty much anybody. But if you can consider the bar they've set, again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, we're getting off topic. Let's stay on this one. I know I'm tending to ramble, my mind's going elsewhere, so let's stick with it. So how long is too long to you guys listening? A couple of of you are saying you're willing to wait six months. One guy said he's willing to wait a year. Another guy said he's willing to wait as long as it takes for the game to come out. And that's commendable. But I think the majority of people do have a finite number of months or weeks or, you know, certain progression they want to see before they finally give up. Throw the arms in the air and go on to something else. Now, I got several emails over the course of the week. Vanguard was one of the games I had mentioned. One of the up-and-coming MMORPGs. It is in beta right now. Almost entirely the response that I've gotten back from players, and I've, I've gotten about a dozen or so, only one has been a positive review of the game so far, and, that, and these are people that are in the beta. And I asked some pointed questions to make sure they weren't just bullshitting me. But it, it, they were pointedly, I mean, very pointed questions. All of them said that there are glaring problems with the game, and this isn't just stuff that you can fix up. Bump my keyboard. This isn't stuff you can just fix in the beta, you know, and punch it out before retail. These are fundamental flaws in in, in the gameplay. Now, again, I'm taking it based on on you know faith and based that they know what the hell they're talking about. Except it seems a little odd to me that you know people who these, to my knowledge, these people don't know each other, and yet, to a man, with one exception, they have been. Very, very negative. So you might be saying Vanguard sucks balls. Vanguard. Very clever, Tiroth. Very clever. It's a PvE game. All right. The reason I bring that up is because there are there are two big MMORPGs coming out this year, either beta or retail. That is one of them. Warhammer's the other. 
And one of the other debates we've been running through is, if these games come out first, will gamers put their time and their money into it first? And actually go with them if their beta and their release comes out prior to Darkfall, regardless if Darkfall is a better game. My opinion is a, a good majority of them will. Again, a lot of people are playing World of Warcraft simply because there is no other option. I mean, we were gung-ho to start the Darkfall beta back in, in November, December when we signed up. Because we were looking for something that's a little more, uh, not necessarily hardcore on the PvE standard. Uh, killing a monster, to me, isn't as thrilling. I mean, and I'll get to a little, I have a little anecdotal story later I'll get to a little later in the, in the show. Uh, about last night in, in our clan runs in World of Warcraft. Sinvicta would like to point out that and go on record that Tiroth looks like an emo Andy Dick, and I would agree that Tiroth is an emo Andy Dick, and he is. And I, I agree. I should mention that, and I have. And you know, in fact, mark that down as law. I believe that that people will see Warhammer is the PvP game that they're looking for, simply because uh, it's expediency. It's coming. You know, it's got a, it's got gaming workshops behind it. It's got fuck you, Lennon. It's got you know, name brand recognition. The only thing that worries me that might scare people off is the fact that they sold out and it's now being run by Electronic Arts. Regardless if it's going to take a vast majority of people away from what Darkfall offers, the point is it's going to take some people away. Now, is that me advocating Darkfall rush out before it's ready? No, because, you know, and, and unfortunately the developers here are damned if they do and they damned if they don't. If they rush out a game or a beta that isn't ready, or at least isn't the stage that they wanted to, and it flops, well, guess what? You just lost all those people. Everybody remember RF Online? Yeah, I'm, be I'm guessing very few of you. Why? Because it sucked. Vanguard. I mean, look at it right now. I'm speaking to a several thousands of you, both you know the ones who downloaded and the ones listening live. And what have I just told you? That the word out of the Vanguard beta by a great many players, at least the ones that I've talked to, the vast majority of which, say that the Vanguard beta sucks. Now, are you going to take that, you know, on faith? A lot of you will. You're going to trust the opinions of your fellow gamers. Why? Because, again, we're people who spend, you know, our time, our money, just like you do. We share our same interests. And if you're hearing from a bunch of gamers that Vanguard is not the one to go to, you're probably going to avoid it. You're probably going to be a little more skeptical. You're going to think before you go buy the game. Or you're going to think before you get into the open beta. Well, Darkfall is in the same position. Any game company would be. You don't want to piss off your gaming community, your support base, by releasing a beta that's not ready. At the same time, it's a very tight rope. You got to walk. Or you got to walk. You can't release a, a, a. You can't not release a beta or not release more and more information, being more detailed, more specific. Or you or you you know run the risk of pissing off that group, anyways. All right, like he's saying, uh, one of the guys chiming in. He played EQ for years. He invested four years into a character, and you know a lot of people quit because they you know they didn't put in death penalties because of the way the game was played. Not you know not having death penalties, but you know it's pretty game breaking. Yes, I will get to the Guild Wars factions. Oh yeah, Crow, my God, we're talking about Guild Wars. Yeah, we'll get to that Guild Wars thing a little later on. Actually, there's a couple of different things I want to discuss about that. So, there you have it. No, am I might... Again, I'm not advocating that, you know, Emmentine jump the shark here and bring the bait out before it's ready. I'm simply saying that there is a finite amount of time that gamers are willing to wait before they finally say, the hell with it, I'm going somewhere else. 
if for no other reason, simply because they want to do something. And the talk in the IRC channel has switched over to Guild Wars. Folks, if you're just tuning in, it's about damn time. If you want to join us in IRC, please do so. We are in irc.solidirc.com. We are in channel 1G, the number one, the letter G. This is the Emperor of Clanfield Guard coming to you live from Cleveland, Ohio tonight, and this is the Emperor's Court. All right, so there you go. That was the main question I have for you guys, for you Darkfall fans, and for you guys in general who are, it doesn't matter which game you're waiting for, is how long are you willing to wait? What has to happen? Again, is there a specific time? Is there a specific, you know, bit of information or lack of information that makes you throw your hands up in the air and say, ah, fuck it? I want to hear from you. Email me, emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net. You guys, a lot of you guys already have the email. You've been very good about that the last two weeks. So I want to hear from you, Darkfall folks. All right, moving on. Second thing we have tonight. I know, big topics, big topics. Uh, and you guys keep talking about that in IRC. I, I'm trying to incorporate as many of your comments as I can. Um, yeah, no, we'll get to the Warcraft thing in the second segment. We have a Warcraft discussion. Yes, I know, all of you are going, Oh my god, it's a World of Warcraft segment! Ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest. It's the biggest thing going right now. Something is always going on with World of Warcraft. Whether you like it or not, whether you hate it or not, whether it's a good thing or not, something is always happening to discuss. You either love it or you hate it. Or you love to hate it, and therefore you love it anyways. Yeah, Zemo is saying that I don't. He doesn't think anybody can call, call. I can't call somebody a Darkfall fan yet. I think I can. I think people are, are fans of the, of what they're trying to do and fans of the vision that they have. I, I understand the semantics of it. You know whether or not it's not officially a game yet. Therefore, you can't actually call it. They call them fans of the game. I, I get that. I understand that. All right. Again, I think that is semantics. All right. What is it that I wanted to bring up here uh, other than um, uh, the World of Warcraft thing? I asked you at the top of the hour, what is it that you want to see in upcoming games? RTS, first-person shooters, MMORPGs, adventure, poker, whatever. What are the kind of things that you want to see incorporated, things that the game companies aren't doing now? No, this is not some kind of market research bullshit. I'm actually curious. A couple of us were discussing this the other day when we were um, out and killing some people in Battlegrounds. Is things that we would like to see different, changed, things we'd like to see incorporated, things that have been missing or, you know, old features of games we want to bring in. That's something I want to think about. and it, It's a topic we're probably going to get into more next week. Cause I, granted, I know a lot of you are, oh, I have to think about that. And, you know, do so. I do want you to think about that, because it is something that I want to discuss, and it is, I think, actually very important. And the reason why is, this isn't marketing research, but, and this isn't to pat myself on the back either. It's a simple fact that this radio show is now getting out to a lot of people. Some of which are some of which are developers or moderators or people who are involved with gaming in some way in the industry itself, not just gamers. Folks, they listen to you. Not just me. Hey, I'm up there shooting my mouth off. It wasn't for you guys, nobody would give a damn. 
what I had to say. And it's Schizo, the quintessential stud muffin, has joined IRC. What's going on, Schizophrenic? About damn time. This is a chance for you to get out your opinions. Maybe it won't go anywhere. Maybe it won't do anything. What can it hurt? But I want you to email me as well as make sure you, you think about this. Hold on to it for next week. That's going to be a big topic of discussion. What is it that you want to see in your future style of games? Features, kinds of games, ideas, whatever. Things you want them to go back to. Things you want them to revisit. Things you want to see them invent. Some things you want to see them take a chance on. Think about that for next week. Alright, now. Factions. Guild Wars Factions. Be still my heart. Not going to go a great deal into this, except to add this little tidbit. Guild Wars is not a game that I prefer, that I would play. The game itself is an excellent concept. The people who have played it rave about it. It's very well put together. Very few problems. It's free after you buy the damn thing, except for the expansions. Recently, Jahala, who I think dry humps the legs of the developers of... Who the hell is it that does it? Flagship Studios or NCSoft? I can never remember. Whoever the fuck it is that does Guild Wars. At any rate, Jahala has always been in very good with that group. He has decided to get the community members, the forum members, anybody from the 1G forums, as well as the Radio Link Network folks, you people listening, in on a new clan that they're going to form up in Guild Wars Factions. Obviously, it's going to be a PvP clan. It's going to be under the Imperial Guard name. He's trying to get the word out there, and of course, since it's carrying our name, we're supporting it, I'm going to give it a plug for him. If you haven't tried Guild Wars, I think you should. I tried it, again, me specifically, oh, Arianette, thank you. Me specifically, uh, again, it's more like a very fast-paced Diablo. Not what I enjoy playing, me personally. I know a lot of you guys do. And, you know, I'll say this, and this is a bit of a bit of surprising to me. The fans of, of Guild Wars are a hell of a lot more rabid and a lot more defensive of their game than the fans of, of World of Warcraft. I mean, you cannot speak any wrong to a Guild Wars fan or they will jump down your throat and rip out your internal organs. World of Warcraft fans are like, eh, yeah, you're right, the servers are always down, the patches suck. But it's a great game. Guild Wars PvE client, right, because, you know, there's a lot of environment to kill in Guild Wars. If you are interested in joining this train wreck of an endeavor, does Guild Wars take more skills than World of Warcraft? Yes, the game is actually based on skill, and this is one idea that I do like that Guild Wars does over World of Warcraft. Guild Wars is skill-based, not gear-based. World of Warcraft, the exact opposite. You could be a friggin' Down Syndrome, Invalid, Retarded, Lizard Man. And if you play long enough in World of Warcraft, you'll accomplish something, at least in their PvP system. If you've got good gear. Hell, even if you don't have good gear, you just have to stand in a battleground and you'll accumulate points. Guild Wars is somewhere between Yahtzee and Risk. That's Cybran. Thank you, Cybran, for that excellent description. A better analogy I could not think of, I guess. 
you know, Tiroth has a good point. Guild Wars takes coordination, whereas World of Warcraft does not. Uh, you know what? Yes and no. Yes and no. Baron Von Gosa was into the studio. Yes and no. In World of Warcraft, at least on our server, on Mac Therod, in the Alliance, uh, there are three or four Alliance teams. You're a brown coat? Yes. You're a confederate. Thank you for derailing the monologue, Baron. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about. There's like two guys in here that have any clue. But I, you know what? I I will plug the show at the end of the show. That show at the end of my show. He wants me to plug Firefly. If you haven't seen Firefly, watch it. Pick up it on DVD. It's worth it. And then write a friggin' letter to Fox and tell them what a bunch of fags they are. I know you liberals out there already do that, but I'm talking in a different way. Baron plus the mic. He's not getting on the mic. He's afraid Factions. Right. At any rate, the difference is, on World of Warcraft in a battleground, at least like Arathi Basin or, you know, uh, Warsan Gulch, 10, oh, 15 man... 10, 15... 10, 15 man on Ventrilo is actually very well coordinated, and you can actually beat, win those games. The problem is, we've done that, and we've actually, we're, we've split about 4 out of 10 games we've beaten the Alliance teams. The difference is, their gear. Pound for pound, our players and our clan are every bit as good as theirs, in some cases better. Problem, we just don't have the Tier 2 gear. We don't have the tire like they do. I like Mechahawk's ideas. He's actually throwing a couple in here for uh, my... What he wants to see is, he wants to see a game where it focuses on the bad guy as the protagonist. Well, isn't that what City of Villains tried to do? Or a game where the main character is a necromancer or some kind of summer... What? Mechahawk wants a thinking game instead of a Twitch game, is basically what he's saying. He wants a game based on logic, based on tactics, instead of what hero can I pump out and what unit can I mass. Alright, I can understand that. I agree with that. I think, to a degree, Rome Total War did that, kind of. I gotta kick him in the junk. It's got like six, six inches on me now. Some of the bitch grow. Actually, I would. But... <laughs> Cyber, and I think I'll develop a collectible card game based around grammar. <laughs> my pronoun hits you for five damage. I block with my adjective. <laughs> All right. So I wouldn't say that Guild War, that World of Warcraft doesn't have any coordination as far as its PvP goes. It just doesn't have the same amount of coordination that Guild Wars requires. You can be, you know, you know, some fucking jackass and go into World of Warcraft solo into a battleground and accomplish something. You can't necessarily do that in, in Guild Wars. You can't be a, a one-man clan because you'll get your ass kicked. Yeah, you can go into a, a battle where they randomly stick you with three or four other scrubs. But you know what, that's no different than just jumping into, uh, you know, one of the battlegrounds of World of Warcraft being stuck with, you know, 50 horde that don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, shit knows that happens all the time. Mecha, you don't win 30 Warsung Gulches in a row. You're a fucking druid. That, you cheat. That's another thing. That's that's another thing that I hate. Is the different classes, depending on which battleground you do in World of Warcraft, really makes a. I mean, druids and shamans have an unfair advantage in Warsong Gulch. I mean, to give you an idea, in Arathi Basin, Paladins, the Alliance has a disgusting advantage. 
with Night Elves being able to, to Shadow Meld anywhere near a node, a Paladin be able to stall for as long as he can. I tell you what, Arathi Basin is, a lot of it is just based on stall. Stall tactics. How much time can I buy? Well, you know what? When every motherfucker can heal everybody and they can pop up a shield and live for eternity, well, guess what? That gives them a distinct advantage. Well, that and the fact that I go up to grab a node, I don't see anybody. Again, there might be a rogue there. And then 50 night elves jump out of the woods and hit me. They just appear out of nowhere. Hunters, warriors, rogues, priests. Why can't we have something like that? Uh, yes, I know. There are class differences in Guild Wars. Congratulations. I'm well aware of that fact. That doesn't change the fact that... Uh, we're not discussing that. In IRC, we're, we're, it's getting back and forth that there are there are differences in class you can play in Guild Wars that give distinct advantages. Not to the degree that is in World of Warcraft. All right, folks, we're at the bottom of the hour. We've got to kick the break. Uh, we'll be back here after a few of these quote-unquote commercials, and uh, we'll get to the second half of the World of Warcraft segment that I want to get to. Yes, it involves rants. Yes, they are different. No, this is not the same old, same old. Stick with it. Be right back. Ladies, are you tired of getting peed on by your peon? Want to make your grunt grunt and pleasure? Then you need Musk of the Horde, a new perfume by Klein Calvin. Simply add a touch to your battle axe to get his attention. Ooh, he's so horny. Add some to your neck to excite him. Mmm! And bathe in it to take him to the peak of ecstasy. We're about to climax! Get Musk of the Horde in Nordstrom's of Agrimar. Everyone screws up sometimes, right? But sometimes the words, I'm sorry, just aren't enough. For those occasions, there's the Apology Knee Pads. The Knee Pads provide comfort and support when you're doing your very best to be forgiven. Why get rug burns when you're already licking the carpet? That's the Apology Knee Pads. Get on all fours and start apologizing. This advertisement brought to you by Britney Spears' Guide to Hoeing and Drinking. Pop diva Britney Spears wants to teach you how to party like a rock star. This step-by-step -step DVD tutorial will teach you how to drink and sleep your way through a weekend. She'll show you how to ruin your reputation overnight and how to date married men with kids. And if that wasn't enough, she'll even show you how to destroy your marriage in a matter of weeks. Sure, this may sound like a crappy life, but remember, everything looks better when you're wasted, and she's rich, so it must work. That's the Britney Spears Guide to Hoeing and Drinking. Hey there, studly men. The paladins of Azeroth want to chat it up with you right now. Hear us issue our sails of command and lay the hammer of justice to each other. Oh, I'm so excited. My nipples are hard. So call 
Fairy Polly to talk with us, the girly man of Azra. I think I just popped my shield. Hey folks, this is Emperor here for Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth. Chinese Gold Farmers would like you to waste your hard-earned money on valueless online currency. Buy your level 40 mount, or the best armor and weapons to fight the opposing faction for as little as $300 American. Sure, it's illegal, but that never stopped us before. That's Chinese Gold Farmers of Azeroth, putting the chink in your enemy's armor. This is Baron Von Gusser here to tell you you're back in the Emperor's Court on the Clan Imperial Guard Online Gaming Radio Network. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no chance that what you got. Up against a machine too strong. Pretty politicians by a soul so This is the Emperor of Clan Pilgar coming live from Cleveland, friggin' Ohio tonight. And it's 90 degrees outside and goddamn is it hot. Yeah! Folks, if you want to get in the conversation, you can join us in irc.saladirc.com. We are in channel number one and the letter G, 1G. You can hit me up on AWOL's Instant Messenger at EMP, the number one, letter G. Now, if you want to fire me off an email, free, fe feel free to do so. That's Emperor1G at Cox, C-O-X. Dot net about anything about the show. You like it, you hate it, an idea you have. In response to the topics tonight, in response to the topics we haven't gotten to yet. Which brings us to Yes Right. You guessed it. This is the Whiners segment, where we get to bitch about Blizzard and the world of Warcraft. What better way to segue into the into the Winer's segment? And of course, in the Winer's segment, it's the same thing we always do. World of Warcraft, what else would we be talking about? All right, a couple things. Huge shout-out goes out to Clan Death and Taxes, whose server, I don't know, but apparently they down, they've cleared Naxxramas all the way up to Kel'Thuzud himself. Last night, they downed the boss prior to him, I think it's the giant-ass Frostworm, the one just in front of Kel'Thuzud, Kel'Thuzad, whatever. What, is this what does this implicate to Blizzard, if you think about it? The patch has been out two weeks, and already a clan, granted, a super clan, they really put the uber in super, as it is, has already gotten to the end of, the, to the end of next Ramus. That's huge. I tell you what it tells me, is the fact that perhaps you shouldn't be opening up all parts of the segment, all parts of a new raid dungeon, or any dungeon for that matter, on the public test realm. Why? Because I'm sure they got through half of it already. The strategies are already out there. Now that somebody has done it, the strategies are going to be published. If they haven't been already, people are going to start flying through it left and right without issue. Yes, uh, alright, I should say that there are only a very small fraction of clans that are going to have the gear and the coordination to get there in the first place. That's fine. Hey, there's two horde guilds on my server alone that are already doing it. The uber and super, the upper and super. Thank you, Skits. Do you think that Blizzard's making this the content too easy? 
or is it these people have no lives and they're they're just that strong? What is that? If you're, are they on a PvP server? I can't imagine they are. But if they are, God help you. You are seriously fucked. They're getting tier three gear that quickly, two weeks after the patch has been out. I I give them huge props because they've been able to do it. But that's got to make you wonder, folks. That's got to be a real bad server if you're on the opposing faction. You've got to be up shit crick without a paddle. Seriously. In fact, I'm going to write that down. That's significant. I, I, I know that there's not going to be as many people getting to next Ramus. Period. But it makes you wonder. It, it really does. I mean, the entire idea of making these 40-man raids was to keep all these raiders busy enough, long enough, to get through to the end. To keep them paying month after month as they build up, get the gear, go on to the next dungeon. Get the gear there, go on to the next dungeon. Learn the boss fights. When the strategies are out there that quickly, it's over. <laughs> Mega Hawk. He's saying raiding with Joe Ho is like going on a special ops mission with Chuck Norris. It's a cakewalk. <laughs> uh, Joe Ho is one of the ultimate tanks on MacThared and Horde side, for those who do not understand it. Next, Ram Ass, because it's gay. Thank you, Tiroff. Here's my bitch about Blizzard tonight. For those of you who were playing this past week at prime time and all of a sudden got disconnected well this is on Wednesday night yeah Wednesday night around 8 o'clock p.m. then got disconnected and weren't able to get back on and you started downloading a patch which conveniently stalled at about 37 percent you have my sympathies I had the same problem when I tried getting on around 930 which is my normal game time somewhere somehow Blizzard decided to put a the 1.11.1 patch in well, he's a warrior. I don't know if he's necessarily a tank. He shoots shit. He's a different kind of tank. The one that has the gun. At. Look, the, getting away from it. After their forms, you know, turn into a river of flame, as they traditionally do, this one a mass protest. Apparently, what Blizzard came out and said was that there was some kind of miscommunication, whereas they were putting a patch in during prime time in America, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. The patch went in disconnected everybody on these different servers, everybody had to start downloading, who then conveniently got stuck at 30% when you were able to download the patch at all. Uh, when does this shit happen? How does this shit happen is my question. I understand everybody makes mistakes, every company is going to have these issues. On occasion, something's going to happen, shit happens, adjust. I get it. I give you a couple you know, freebies. This happens all the time. What kind of miscommunication is this? What? Did Jimmy from networking go into the employee lounge and there's a sticky on the refrigerator that says implement patch 8 o'clock Wednesday night? Did nobody question this? Who the hell was in the network team that decided to put the patch on or whoever's in charge of that not call up to upper management and say, hey boss, are you sure you want to put a patch in at 8 o'clock on a Wednesday night in the summer? 
Did nobody decide to question this before pushing the damn button to put it in? Not that it works anyways, because it doesn't. It's bad enough we lose all day Tuesday, and usually most of Wednesday, during maintenance. It's bad enough that it's a known fact for two, sometimes three days, some servers, if not the majority, are going to have issues after a patch. It's bad enough that there are realm issues every fucking week to at least a select few realms. And then something like this takes place. This isn't a network failure. This isn't a hardware failure. This isn't a software failure. This is human fucking error. And you know what? You've used up your freebies. You used them up a year ago. Now you can say, well, it inconvenience uh, only you for four or five hours before they yank the patch out. Well, you know what? Some of us only have four or five hours in a given period of time to play. I play three, four nights a week for a couple hours. Wednesday happens to be one of them, which, of course, washed out for us. What about everybody who raids on a Wednesday? And that having washed out. Zeman is saying it might not have been miscommunication. Well, that's the excuse they gave us. That's what they came out and posted, saying, Oh, it was a miscommunication in our... Pro Somebody said... What retard? Uh, that, go ahead and put the patch in on uh, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, go ahead. Nobody will care. It was a patch that went in, a very minor one that was supposed to fix a problem where people were getting stuck trying to log in. Guess what? The patch didn't work. I'm still having that same problem. Go read the forums. Anyone, general or bug, you'll see the same thing. It didn't fix shit. All it did was piss people off all day Wednesday night before they had to yank it out, and then they put it in at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard, when they should have gone in. My question is this, other than the fact that who approved this, what genius didn't put it in during maintenance not 24 hours earlier? How hard is that? Schizophrenic has an interesting point. All these problems and what does Blizzard do with their time? Full, they make fully scripted fake newscasts about flying mounts using in-game mechanics. You know what? I don't have a problem with Blizzard doing that because I think it's interesting. I think it can be fun. I think it shows creativity. I think it shows that they have a lighter side to it. I like that. What I don't like is the fact that they ignore everything else in their game. And that's where I'm going to agree with you, Skits. If you've got that many people that have the time to go work on something like that, put them on working somewhere else. Or guess what? Yank their funding, fire their ass, and hire some more people that know what the hell they are doing in the place you need it, such as networking, programming, etc. Also, here's another big bitch I've got, because I was looking forward to them. They finally come clean and announce that there will be no hero classes, there will be no siege engines. That when everything started getting going with beta, it was a fantastic concept. But the reality of it is, it isn't going to work. At least this is what their new community manager told everybody not two days ago. Obviously, when this pissed off everybody and their mothers, of course they tried backtracking with two different community managers, saying... Essentially saying, what is a hero class exactly? Is it 
the Warcraft three heroes of like the Blademaster and the Paladin, or is it somebody that's just so strong that they can wipe you out or take on mobs all by themselves? You can't really say what is or isn't a hero class because it was only ever a concept, an idea, in the minds of the developers. And since we never really discussed the specifics, you can't really say that you're going to be losing something that you never really had. What is this philosophical bullshit? This is what you've been talking about. And every time somebody asked you, you said, it's in the concept phase. We're working on it. It's something that's going to come in a future patch or perhaps an expansion. Now you're finally coming clean after a year and a half and telling us you've been lying to us all this time. That it's just one giant pile of bullshit. Good, look, certain I understand that things got to be cut out of a game. Darkfall just announced that their farming concept isn't going to make it in for the, for the retail. That it may come down later. Certain programs and, and ideas and features do get cut along the way, either because they're in part, you know, they're impossible to balance, maybe they're just not practical. You don't tell your customer base for a year and a half that we're working on it, it's coming. Or siege engines, we're working on it, it's coming. Think Warcraft 3, and then you come out and say, yeah, no, sorry. It's just not going to happen. And they, it's not like they came out and volunteered this information either. It wasn't their idea. Several people just did the usual once every other month post about when are we going to see hero classes? Do you have any more information? And the new girl finally came out and said, no, no, we're not doing it. No, no, that's been gone for a while. No, it's been a dead concept for, for, for many months. Which, of course, man, you know, I'm sure somebody at the company saw that and said, no, no, don't tell them that. And of course, the backpedaling and backtracking begins and the double, you know, the double take, uh, what, what, what is a hero class exactly? This is what concerns me. And we'll go into this more next week about what the different ideas people have for games. This is what I want to see in future games. It's not a concept. It's not a new feature. It's not even a new type of game. Personally, I'd like to see a, little more, a couple more flight sims, but that's me. What I want to see is some accountability from the people that make these games. I want to see some honesty for a change. One of the things I liked about Metzen, who does a lot of the lore writing for World of Warcraft, came out and admitted he screwed the pooch when it came to the lore of the game when they were trying to put in the uh, the new Alliance race, the Eridar. And said, yep, you're right. It was half-assed. We were trying to get it out. We are trying to you know, get this done for you know, a press release. We didn't think about it. It doesn't make sense. We went ahead and wrote the story. We're going to stick with it anyways because we don't have the time and we don't feel like going back to change the story to make it work. But, yep, you're right. You caught me. My bad. I'm glad you're paying attention. And that was it. It's not going to fix the problem. They don't really care to fix it. But at least he came clean within a couple days, or actually it was a couple weeks, and admitted he fucked up. Does anybody remember back in January of 05? over a year ago, a year and a half ago, when the president of Blizzard 
made that post to the community about how they were going to fix the forums, they were going to fix the realms, they were going to fix the connectivity issues and fix the uh, population imbalances and all the other problems of the game and it would be a thing of the past, that they were committed to making sure this game worked exactly as advertised. Can anybody here within the sound of my voice raise your hand and honestly say that they have met all those goals or even half of them or made the attempt to accomplish those goals. And there are those of you out there saying, well, why do you continue to pay them and play the game? And it comes right back because there is nothing else around at the moment. EverQuest 2 doesn't have an... I know, the war plans, uh, the game plans, the battle plans, I'm sorry. A joke. None of them they kept. Very little of them. EverQuest 2 doesn't have the allure, the appeal, and it doesn't have the mechanics to keep the players. That's obvious. The original EverQuest, it's a dated game nobody plays anymore. Ultima Line, it's a dated game nobody plays anymore. Dark Age of Camelot, it's a data game very few people play it anymore. If you have any interest in MORPGs, this is pretty much it. It's this or nothing. I'm coming to that, I'm coming to that. It also came to light that those of you who actually are following the Scourge Invasion, and this is what qualifies as a world event to Blizzard, is that after you defeat 150 battles server combined, and that means you go out and you wipe out the little invasion splotch it makes on the ground, the invasion disappears, as well as all the NPCs of the Argent Dawn of the Scenario, or the, uh, the Argent Dawn of the Scrap Crusade, all of it disappears. Gone. Hope you're not holding on to any of those neurotic runes what have you, because you're not going to be able to use them. You're stuck with them. See? Ben's here agrees with me. He's all for accountability. Yeah, I'm sorry, Skit. Star Wars Galaxy is out there. I think the only one that I've heard mentioned, and Tiroth brings it up, is Eve, the second Genesis. That's the only game that's actually has done exactly what it... it... Ruinscape. Uh, funny. Eve was probably the only one that has actually stood so far that it has this time while it's been out. And has been everything it's advertised and done very well to its niche of players. Anyways, all the NPCs disappear, the invasion disappears, it's over. Uh, yeah, uh, Blizzard didn't think that this was going to happen, or obviously didn't consider much, because it was done about, a, what, it's been a week and a half since the patch came out? Two weeks? What? Shut up, skids. So they are going to put some kind of converter in, in a mini-patch in a couple months down the road, so that for those of you who are stuck with those neurotic runes, that you'll be able to turn them in to get whatever bullshit item you need. Good luck if you haven't ground down after a, in a month's time. Because if it does, if you don't defeat the 150 battles within a month's time, it goes away anyways. So you've got to make sure that if you're going to grind the Nerubian or the, the Crypfiend parts or the bone parts, the bone fragments to get whatever epic item you kind of like, you have a month to do it. Get moving. That, to me, is not a world PvP event, but that's what I want. 
some goddamn accountability. When you fuck up, you come out and say, we screwed up. This is what I want Blizzard to say. If Blizzard did this, then I would go back to thinking, I would give them at least a modicum of the respect that they used to have for the company. And I think we all in agreement that this is not the same company that made Warcraft 2. This is not the same company that made Diablo and StarCraft. It damn well may have the same name, but this is not the same group of people. Not even remotely close. The vision is changed. If they come out tomorrow and said, look, we screwed up in our philosophy by trying to make this game raider-friendly. We marketed as casual-friendly. We lied. We have made this game so that if you don't raid, you will never experience half, even three-quarters of the endgame material. You will not be able to compete on even a remote basis, PvP-wise, with anybody else. And the things that you can do solo in small groups are nothing but repetitious reputation grinds. Our philosophy is going to change, and they are saying that it's that the expansion will help to level the playing field at least briefly with the extra 10 levels, which is bullshit. You and I both know that. If they came out and said, we haven't spent the time, the money, into our infrastructure as we should have and have all along, that the world events are an insult to our customer base, and that we are going to focus more on making the game enjoyable and following the, the actual battle plan that we originated when this game was in production and when it came and was released, instead of the way it is now. If they did that, I would start respecting this company again. I would go out of my way to support this company again, to try and fix those mistakes. But they're not going to do it. They're never going to. In their eyes, they haven't made any mistakes. You know what? Schizophrenic says the world event he likes is the one that was a bug. It was the Plague of Hakkar when Zoguru first came out. How do you? How many people remember that? Remember? If you happen to be sick or plagued, if you went into, a, say, Agamar and you infected everybody else, it spread. It was a literal plague. It was real. Such as it is. They have captured the flag on WoW. It's called Warsan Gulch, and it sucks. I mean, it killed NPCs, it killed people, it, you know. That's cool. That's something. That's what I want. I want to see, if you want an invasion, I'm talking about running in, and not this little manly pamby shit that pops up in Undercity that won't attack you if you're not PvP flagged if you don't want to fight it. Well, we want to make sure that if, if you don't want to fight something, you don't... Why the hell do I sound like Kermit the Frog? That if, if you don't want to fight it, you don't have to. We want it to be a world event for everybody. No, a world event means it's right up in your face. You cannot get away with it. You have to deal with it. Hence the name World Event. It's there. You can't get around it. You either have to fight it and deal with it, or you're screwed. I mean, what happened to opening up the gates of Anchorage with all these supplies? Don't we have to resupply the army at some point? Why is it only a one-time thing? Not that anybody really got to see it because all the servers crashed. Because everybody flooded in to see the opening of the gates. Am I happy with ever? No, I understand that. I, I understand. I sound like a cynical little bastard that I'm not happy with anything. You only need 14 elemental cores for an 18-slot bag. Thank you, Mecha. Actually, that's not right. I don't think that's right. 
This is Kermit the Frog coming to you from Skull Mountain. No. Ah, uh, well, I mean, that's, again, that's me. What really gets me worked up and pissed off is because when World of Warcraft was under, when they started releasing information and the way they wanted the game to go, I was all for it. I was pumped. I'm like, yes, one of the best RTS games, one of the games I, in a way, grew up playing. Because, you know, that was back in 94, 95. I was just coming into, you know, games. Computer games, specifically. I loved that game. Played it to death. Warcraft 3, eh, not as good. Still entertaining. StarCraft, phenomenal game. I'm thinking nothing can go wrong. These guys are going to make it exactly the way an MMORPG should be. This is going to be the rebirth of how Ultima Online was. Everybody playing it. Everybody at each other's throats. An actual world. And you know what? This is not the game that we started off with. It's not even remotely close. I like the Scourge Invasion too. I just think it could have been implemented a lot better. And 150 battles, it'll be over on your server very soon. Unless people on your server simply just don't give a damn. In which case, it'll disappear in about two weeks anyways. It's only gone for a month. You know, and Dextrous says the same thing. He remembers the opening of Anchorage on his server and the 16 crashes that occurred while he was trying to watch it. It was the same thing on Mac Theron. You know, it... And it's unfortunate, but that's the way it was. So, there you have it. All right, folks. Wow. An hour flies by when you're bitching, whining, and complaining, isn't it? Alrighty, let's get the, uh, get the acknowledgments on the way. I want to give a uh, shout-out to uh, my uh, in-studio producer. Thank you for mixing the music. Uh, Mr. Gwim, the uh, genius behind a lot of the commercials uh, that we do here. I want to thank the HarborBlueGroup.com for all your e-commerce needs. That's the HarborBlueGroup.com, our sponsors of the show. I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Let's face it, folks. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. Or at least I would, but I'd be talking to myself sitting in the den of my house in the very back. There we go. Uh, up and coming, remember, next week, next Sunday, um, actually, pause, stop, there will be no show next Sunday, I will do a tape delayed show, if you want to get your topics in, or if you want to get your ideas in for what the kind of game you want to see, new features, etc., email them to me, emperor1g at cox.net, cox.net, there will be a tape delayed show next week, I will be out of town, there will still be something for you to download and listen to. Anyways, folks, thanks for tuning in, spread the word, this has been the Emperor saying, bad manners are better than no manners at all. So long, everybody.